0: Have you? We are live. We're in Sturgis, South Dakota. The rain has moved out. The skies have become blue. The sun is shining. My God, do we have a show for you today. Oh, my goodness. There's some days you come into the office or wherever you're at as we are sitting here on this beautiful deck overlooking, for those of you watching on the live stream, overlooking uh, the Full Throttle Campground and Pappy Hoyle Campground and Full Throttle Saloon and such. But you come in and you think to yourself, you know, there's just there's not a lot going on. I gotta figure out kind of a take here. I gotta I gotta figure out something that we can discuss. And then there are days you come in and you're like, ah crap, I don't even have to show up. Show kind of writes itself. Today's one of those days. Coming up here in about fifteen minutes, we're gonna talk with Zach Heilprin, and he's the sports director, W O Z N in Madison. He is on the ground covering the Badgers we got him coming on in about uh 27 minutes plus from now we got jesse james dupree from the band jackal who runs this joint out here and is a big supporter of the fisher house and our motorcycle ride and such but jesse is going to join us we have got interviews from inside the packers locker room we got chuck freeman from the locked on brewers podcast coming up in, in a couple of hours from now and uh, we have got uh, the guys from mama try they did not make it yesterday uh, but Scott is going to be up here from the guys from Mama Tried, and you're going to gonna hear about it coming up in the last hour of the program. Uh, and we've got all kinds of stuff. We've got what did we miss or buy or sell, and we got all just just stuff. So today is, is one of those days in which you just come in and you're like, this is loaded. Mike Clemens doing yeoman's work. Yeoman's work yesterday inside the locker room in Green Bay and uh, getting us all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff when it comes to uh, interviews and such, because um, Mike, uh, Mike, man, Mike talked to damn near everybody. Uh, He has got uh, Colby Wooden we are going to hear from. We have got uh, Sean Clifford, uh, the outside linebacker, Rashawn Gary. We're going to hear a little bit from Matt LaFleur, the safety, Jonathan Owens. So we got all of that coming up today. Uh, It's just, man, it's... It's, uh, we are loaded, loaded today. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, great ways to do so, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find our buddy Grant Bills producing the program at Wisco Grant, at Wisco Grant. Hit us up on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, The Bill Michaels Show. You can watch it on Facebook Live and such over there. Uh, Also, you can find us on YouTube, on Twitch TV, and on Kick TV. You can download the YouTube app, the the Twitch app, or the Kick app, whatever it is you prefer to use. Just simply find Bill Michaels Show, and that's where we're at. And then you can find us email-wise, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, simply thebillmichaels.com. And then you can always, always listen to us by downloading the uh, app Wozn, the Zone in Madison, the Zone Madison, and uh, you can download the app. You can always find us after the fact, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, as well.
1: Grant Bills, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Bill. I was just looking at your pictures on Facebook and the video that you posted on Instagram. I don't think I'm doing as well and having as much fun as you are, my friend. I got to admit, you don't I you're a ball. Yeah.
0: I got to tell you, last night, uh, two things. We went to a – I got off the air yesterday, and I told you it was kind of overcast, a little misty. And Kristen, I was going to ride. I was hell-bent to pull the bike out of the trailer, and I was going to ride. And she said, nope, we're not. And I don't usually ride in the rain. But I don't mind misty rain. It's no big deal. But the the campground – is still trying to dry out. And I thought, there's no way I want to take the bike through the mud if it starts to rain. And damned if it didn't start to pour down rain later on last night. So smart thing to do to take the car. We went into town, and there's a place called um, the Loud American. And it's a really cool bar. And the outside, they've got what they call the Jack Daniels Club. I have never seen this before in my life. It is a band out of British Columbia. And I, 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 there's pictures, I believe, of the band that I posted over on the Facebook fan page. Uh, and they're like a rock band, hard rock. And, and I, you kind of you know hear it down the street, and you're like, man, whatever bands playing, they're pretty good. Because you can kind of tell. There's some bands that just thrash, and they're loud to be loud. And there's other bands that are loud, but they're loud, and they're together, and they're good. And this band was that band. I turn the corner, and I look, and their lead singer, and the highlight of this band, now they've got two guitarists, a bass guitarist, A drummer that's just excellent, and their lead singer is wearing a full-fledged-on Scottish kilt, and he plays the bagpipes in a thrash metal band. I've never seen anything like it, and they were absolutely freaking amazing. Like, just stupid amazing. Um, So, like I said, I'd never seen anything like that yesterday at all. Uh, they are called the Arcana or Arcana Kings, A-R-K-A-N-A Kings. And, oh, my God, were they good. So we went from there to the famous One-Eyed Jacks across the street. We ate a little bit, walked down Main Street, went to the Stinger Saloon. We hung out with the people from Rockford Fosgate. Uh, they do a lot of the audio systems and such for Harley-Davidson. They had a, a private party there. We were, we were invited to that, went to that. And then we went over to a, a couple of different shops. And then we ended up at the Dungeon Bar. And the dungeon bar oh is boy. literally, it's literally that. It is a dungeon. It is, you go downstairs, down these rickety old stairs uh, into what used to be like the subterranean basement of an old bank. And it's all, it's like part of the floor is sloped, so you got to watch it or you'll fall down. It's all just stone, chipped up stone. Um, it's low ceiling, so, I mean, if I don't duck my head, I'll head it on beams but what they, there's got to be at least $50,000 in singles stapled to the walls. And I kid you not, there's got to be. But every, like, woman that goes in there either leaves bra or panties stapled to something. And they're hanging like stalagmites in a cave from the ceiling. And so you're standing up, you're talking, because it's, it's elbow to elbow. You're standing up, and you're talking, and you turn your head, and you got, you know, some hooter holder in your face, and you turn the opposite way, and you got a thong across your nose, and it's just like going through some kind of a demented car wash, and then they do their uh, body shots, so you go in there last night, and uh, the girl lays on the table, and she takes whipped cream and pours it in a circle or on her body, and then pours liquor in the middle of the whipped cream, so the liquor sits there, And you pay her, I don't know how much money to do the body shot, but you do the body shot. If you cannot get all of the whipped cream off of her, she then turns around and spanks you with a paddle. Now, I did not do this, just an FYI, so we know. But we saw it done numerous times last night. And there were some people that didn't get all the whipped cream and such off on purpose, I think, because they were going back for more. But you could hear it. I mean, they blow whistles and all kinds of stuff. And the next thing you know, you hear whack, whack, whack. And it's not like a little like, oh, that was nice. Thank you very much for the 50 bucks. You just paid me for a, a $2 shot. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make you hurt by the time you go home tonight. I, that kind of that kind of whacking. So that was going on last night. And finally, after, I don't know, about midnight, I finally said, I I, I can't do this anymore. I got to go to work. So we
1: got up and uh, and we came home, but that was the night last night. They say the Wild West is dead. That's not what I'm hearing, Bill. No. Sounds like the Wild no. West is very much alive. No. The Wild West is very
0: much alive. It is uh, very much the West, and it lives and breathes for about a month a year. So, <laughs> it was uh, it was wild last night, and it, you know everybody's you know trying to get out of the rain, so all the bars are packed. And I mean, it's it, it's just jammed. I ran into Johnny uh, Johnny Dangerously from over at WJJO yesterday uh, last night again, and we saw them. They were actually upstairs. I didn't even realize there was a beer garden at the Dungeon Bar. But we we ended up see, uh, seeing those guys upstairs last night. So wild night, wild day, and I was uh, pretty proud of myself. I got up this morning because we're an hour uh, earlier here, so back home we go on the air at 10 a.m here you go on the air at 9 but to get up and get ready and get set up and get the equipment down and and then perch yourself back atop uh, the pappy Hoyle campground you got to be down here by about 6:30 in the morning so uh, i was very proud of myself i got up this morning i'm not hung over took a shower in the rv and just I'm, I'm ready to go and then i get down here this morning and mike clemens has emailed me starting at about mm, i don't know What, 4 a.m.? Mike was up last night, probably hanging out at the Bay Motel. And uh, so I said, whoa, we've got all kinds of stuff today. So uh, what a banner day. So that's that's what we got coming up today. Uh, Judge Smails Burner account says, sounds like you went through the Northwestern hazing. (laughs) Jesus. Right out of the chute, we dive right into the gutter. Too soon. Holy mackerel. So anyway, but uh, Yeah. But uh, that's that's been the day. So uh, we got all that coming up. I am uh, I'm excited to talk to Zach Heilprin. We're gonna we're gonna break here in a minute, but uh, Zach's been at uh, Badger Camp, and I'm excited to talk to Zach because as much as we've talked about the Packers, uh, every uh, by the way, I got to say hi to Damon and Brandon from Beloit, Wisconsin. Uh, there was uh, Christian and Mary, and they are from Sheboygan. And then there's a couple of people that came by, and God, I can't remember her name. Well, uh, I, I, his name was John, but I don't know what her name was. But they are from Howard, Wisconsin. We met them last night at the Stinger Bar at the Rockford Fosgate party, and I said I'd give a shout out to them, and they said give you give a shout out to Howard, Wisconsin. It doesn't give us enough recognition, so shout out to Howard, Wisconsin. So I wanted to make sure we did that. So, and we got a Wisconsin party down here uh, later today and tomorrow, by the way, Grant. So. Uh, apparently, there's a tradition because so many Wisconsinites come here that tomorrow at the pool over at uh, the uh, Full Throttle campground, tomorrow at the pool, I think there is a hey, if you're from Wisconsin, you get free beer. So, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> there, yeah, there's a party. So I guess everybody that comes in gets one big free beer, one big 20 ounce free beer, and so the party begins tomorrow. So they just told me about it and said, hey, you know, Bill, would you mind coming over for the Wisco party? So I'm like, okay, I'm happy to do it. You know, hey, anytime you give away free beer, you're making friends. So that's what I'm all about. So we got that going on tomorrow. So it's been a banner day. There you have it. Uh, Let's do this. We are going to break. We are going to come back and talk to Zach Heilprin because there's a lot of people here that are as, as excited as people are for Packers football and to see what Jordan Love's got. They're really excited for Badger football because there is a lot of belief in Luke Fickle and what he's doing with the program. And uh, we want to get into that. So we're going to talk with Zach when we come back. Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal coming up at the bottom of the hour and so much more. We are live. We are in Sturgis, South Dakota at the Pappy Hoyle Campground in the Full Throttle Saloon and enjoying ourselves. And it's a banner day and they're off. You're looking down at, uh, well, it's not the Bikini Bike Wash right now. They're not out there, but that's where the bike wash is. I thought I'd put a camera over there for you. Right now it's just a bunch of dudes. It's just a meat joust down there right now washing bikes. Huh. Ah. They're muddy, though. They need it. We got more in the Bill Michael Show next.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone
1: Radio Network.
0: We are glad you are with us today. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stenny's. A lot of people I saw shuttling last night from Stenny's you know, over to the ballpark after. to see that uh, big explosion of runs. And uh, the Brewers just putting it on the Colorado Rockies 12-1 last night. Fastball Freddie dealing. And a lot of people down there at Stenny's pre and post. So, uh, good stuff. Stop down to 2nd and National Walkers Point in Milwaukee. That's Stenny's. And as they say, you should be here. Joining us now. On the hotline is our uh, good buddy Zach Kyle who is the uh, sports director at WOZN, the Zone Madison,
1: our flagship station out there. Zach, how you doing? Bill, I sent you a message. Zach had to reschedule because he oh. he's with um, Jesse Temple, who co-hosts the camp, and they had something come up. So I'm trying to okay. find a time later on in the show. I know we're really, really busy today in full. Um, but I'm trying to find a okay. time later on in the show to talk Badgers and That's
0: you know, okay. realignment. I I was sitting here, uh, got caught up in a conversation, and I, I wasn't wasn't checking my messages. Well, that being said, uh, we do have uh, Luke Fickle sound, which uh, we can we can actually take a listen to because Luke Fickle, I, and I want to get into this a little bit as uh, some people uh, feel the need to to rev them up. I guess as they show where their shortcomings are. Uh, that being said uh luke fickle let's start off with uh luke fickle talked about uh being a really strong up the middle he wants to be look the big thing that luke fickle believes in which may, every coach has the same philosophy is is basically saying look we want to be strong up the middle we want to be strong in the trenches we want to win from the inside out and luke fickle says exactly the same thing
1: i'm getting it you just got to give me one second here i'll get okay. luke fickle ready for you <laughs> sorry about that bill i got to give me give me 10 seconds i'm pulling it up strong That's up okay. the middle here you go. That's I got okay. It for you. There you go. If you're not strong
3: down the middle in everything that you do, so that's the nose guard, that's the middle linebacker, and that's the middle field safety in a lot of situations. It's the same thing offense. If you're not strong down the middle with your center and your quarterback and that tailback, I mean, you have no place to go.
0: And he's absolutely right. Um, I, I love the philosophy. I mean, it's obviously something that's a benchmark for just about every coach. Because if you're strong in the middle and up the gut, then you can pretty much dominate. And it's like a ripple on a pond when you throw a, a stone in; everything works from the out to the outside. Uh, he also talks about, you know, there's some guys from last year that uh, are no longer with the program. And they're looking for replacements for a guy like Keanu Benton.
3: I think that if you looked at one thing, what are you missing from last year is that Keanu, that that rock in the center. And uh, I'm not saying we, we don't have it, but I think that we may have it a little bit more by committee. But um, I like to challenge those guys a lot, and I think we continue to do that.
0: Now, uh, when it comes to depth, uh, the depth on the offensive and defensive lines, uh, they they've got it there. They're kind of looking for more. When you talk about the back end of things, this team still needs kind of just to figure out the depth in the back end.
3: It's a process. I think, like I said, I think we're in a good place in, in some some positions more than others. I think the offensive line, you feel like you're in a really good spot with trying to find that mix. The defensive line, I feel that way a little bit more about too. I think there's some other spots trying to challenge that back end to see how deep we can be. Uh,
0: also, he said, "Look, hey, this team. he, he can push this team." And he can really kind of get on him. He's uh, he's a hard-nosed guy. He's not soft by any stretch of the imagination. But he also says he knows he can push him, and they can still keep their emotions in check.
3: They understand that whatever it is that we do, we have to do together, and we're going to challenge each other to make each other better. And, and that means sometimes you got to dominate your buddy, right? The offense has got to dominate the defense and day to to challenge them, and, and vice versa. And uh, I think if anything, that's what I'm noticing. That hey. We can push these guys. We can pit them against each other. They can get themselves to that point, but they've done a really good job of controlling the motions of of things to get better.
0: The one thing he wants to do, obviously, is be efficient. They want to be efficient when they throw the ball. But, you know, one of the staples from Wisconsin, you know, has always been the run game. So, you know, you want to be efficient. You want to be able to move the football through the air. But you also kind of have to understand what the program has been and where your talents lie, and that is he also knows they're going to be able to run the ball.
3: You know, the challenge is right now is still being able to be efficient throwing the football. We believe that we're going to be able to be efficient at running the football. So I think sometimes that's a, a bit of a challenge for the running backs. Um, so it, it's, it's a little bit more of a mental game for them, but you can definitely feel the energy when all of a sudden you can get that guy going on. You
0: know, it it was interesting because uh, every coach goes through this, and it's about how much to tackle. Whether live tackling is important or not, whether or not you can garner fundamentals via that, you need to work on them via that. So he talked about whether or not tackling. He feels tackling is important early on in
3: camp. I think you just got to get a feel like when you got a young team, you probably think you got to tackle a little more. When you got an older team, you got to think that they've had experience and you probably don't need to tackle them as much. They're a young team to me because we're new, but you get a lot of feel for how guys can tackle based on just the way we practice and
0: uh he wanted to talk a little bit about cam large as well here's what he had to say
3: he's he's, he's rehabbing um i, I don't know I, I mean again will he make I, I, don't, I don't i'm not positive um but i can tell you this that he's doing a phenomenal job um if he doesn't come back and play football and he wants to coach i think we would hire him tomorrow uh, that's just the way i feel and i don't know i've known him for eight months and and uh he is incredibly passionate about what he's doing and he's finding a way to make his team better there was
0: there there was a, it interesting because uh, there was a question as to whether or not luke fickle wanted to continue to do this where he you know the team obviously goes to different areas other than just practicing in the facility at uh, uw madison and then obviously camp randall and he said no he'd, he'd like to take continue to take the team on the road for these uh, fall
3: camps there's no doubt. I mean, this is. And I think when we when we go back and we you know start to talk to our guys about the evaluation of this six days, I would imagine we get a very similar feedback. And, um, I've already heard a few guys say, "Hey, we should stay here longer." You know, so it, it is something that's very valuable to us. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll see, and hopefully, we can you know kind of do this as a start, and then make sure we can take it to the next to the next levels. We go back to campus because as you go back to campus, there's a little more distractions. But I think all in all, this is something we've got to continue.
0: Now, the big thing, and I was talking about it going into the segment, a lot of people out here that are Wisconsinites talking about the expectations for this Luke Fickle-Badger team. And the one thing Luke Fickle says that he has to do is within the walls of, uh, of, of their confines, you've got to kind of manage the expectations. You want to be, be successful. You want to play well. You want to be sound. You want to grow. Uh, but outwardly, there's a lot of people that are expecting big things, like right away. And he said, look, there's, you have to have the ability to manage these expectations.
3: I think management of expectations is, is just – we don't talk a whole lot about it. We know what our expectations are every day, and that's why we don't – talk about goals we talk about those objectives the objectives are things that we can measure on a daily basis on a weekly basis and there's no really talk about big time expectations and goals we've talked about it one time it's about playing for a championship and we don't really get into it anymore it's all about the process and i think and i hope and believe that i know it keeps me focused and i hope and believe it keeps our guys focused as well
0: by the way uh, the the other side of the coin when you talk about tackling and fundamentals and such Um, we, We talk about it all the time when it comes to early on in the season because you have to, your body has to get used to taking the hits. And so when it comes to defense, yeah, you want the defense to be able to deliver the blows. You want them to get shoulders and pad levels and all that kind of stuff and wrap up and take down. But also offensively speaking, it's good for the offense because it teaches them how to take hits as well. But I really feel good
3: about where we are uh, and our ability to leverage the football, our ability to close some space defensively, and then even offensively about how many hits they're taking and can they take care of the football. Because that, to me, is every bit as much. Everybody talks about tackling if you don't go live and practice. It's a lot about ball security if you don't go live and practice.
0: So there you go. That's Luke Fickle, head coach uh, of the Wisconsin Badgers. Going to take a quick break. When we come back, the man himself standing next to me right now as we sit here on the uh, live stream and uh, looking out over the beautiful Pappy Hoyle campground. But uh, Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal is here, and uh, we're going to talk with him about everything they got going on out here and what's coming up in Harley Davidson, and we're going to try to bug the hell out of him to get to Milwaukee so he once again starts our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Stay tuned! We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show, and it's all coming up right after this.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. God knows we love our friends from Quick Trip, but Wisconsin based out of lacrosse, and whether it's bread, milk, eggs, butter, whatever it happens to be, our friends from Quick Trip. They got you going. Uh, Standing next to me and uh, joining us here uh, up top of his place, as a matter of fact, it's our uh, friend Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal and uh, Full Throttle Saloon and everything else. How you been,
2: man? Have you had a chance to breathe? I'm actually pretending that I'm a quick trip. (laughs) <laughs> we, we've got our own convenience store downstairs. We need Quick Trip can put their name on it. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we, we're, we're building a Quick Trip and they don't even know it. So, <laughs> come to the Full Throttle Slim's Pappy Hoyle Campground version of a Quick Trip. There yeah. you go. We got a uh, bread, milk, eggs, everything right down in, all that. in the quick that in this. St- Quick Trip like store, and I like the fact so, that
0: you can buy it and make it yourself, or you can eat it downstairs because they've already made it for you. you know, so I, that's the best. You
2: know, they're, they're, you know, some of these people they want to come in here and eat that all you can eat buffet, and some people want to come in and grab grab a pack of bacon and go out there and take their shirt off and grill beside their camper. <laughs> right, so, that's exactly right. So That's what that's. No, you got to have you, man. We got, I mean, seriously, we do have a convenience store down there, yeah. and, um, and and seriously, I'd love for Quick Trip to come and be part of it. Yeah. So we got we got them downstairs. We got the all you can eat breakfast and dinner buffet, the best breakfast and dinner yep. in all of Sturgis and generally not an hour wait. Right. I mean, I don't think we ever have an hour wait. No. You go to any of these other restaurants, Deadwood, Sturgeon, Spearfield, anywhere, you're going to be there an hour. It's gonna be half as good, Yeah. and I'm telling you, we've got we got Homestead Catering. They do all the catering for the ma- mega festivals that we that Jackal plays, uh, the Oklahoma Cadot Rock Fest that you yeah. guys do. I mean, they do all that stuff and do it first class. And uh, so they're in the kitchen. We got the Olympic size swimming pool. We got bands playing up there. We got uh, Harley Davidson. We got the you know, free haircuts from the barbershop, free pinstriping, free tattoos, all from Harley Davidson. We've got your Hog pin Stop that you can come out here and get your commemorative. 83rd annual Sturgis yeah. uh, anniversary uh, pinned. We've got a thousand RV hookups back there, 300 cabins, uh, t- tent camping for days. Uh, we have uh, the v- v- veterans of foreign wars. You spoke yeah. to the yeah. first Carol. ever
0: Carol's awesome. The first ever. 31 years in the army. Yeah, wow. Is. And I mean, she's going to be. Amazing. She
2: will be the first ever Command. female commander in chief yeah. of the VFD. She she liked it because I was introducing her to everybody. I just, I didn't say the first female. I said she'll be the first real.
0: Right, commander, <laughs>
2: because because I've learned you put a, you put a strong woman in, in position, and you can just back, get the hell out of the way. The uh, the
0: the what's going first of all? What's going on here? You and I were kind of talking about it, and I was trying to describe to people at home. Uh, you guys get rain, but as it's been described to me numerous times, and I've witnessed, you get a a, a thunderstorm, a gully washer, psh, off off the like and you dry out. Yeah, like, like
2: Florida, coming off the,
0: of, yeah. coming in rain, then it's back sunshine. That's normally what we have. And you had three, four days of rain, which just swamped everybody out here.
2: Unprecedented, historical rain. I mean, uh, three, about three and a half days actually with yesterday's yeah. thing. You know, four inches and, in yeah, two days. And every single facility out here uh, was just overwhelmed. With, with, you know, there's other campgrounds and such that shut their gates, or they would make people sign waivers. You enter at your own risk, and we didn't do that. We, uh, we just slowed our roll. We brought people in. We kind of put everybody in a category based on the size of the vehicle that they were coming in full blown RV, or whether they were a toy hauler, or whether they were in a fifth wheel with a four wheel drive pulling yeah. it. We put everybody in their their lane and figured it out. And then we just had a, you know, we had a smile on our face, and everybody showed up. They had a smile on them. We've got the best customers. Yeah. I'm just telling you, the best people that come out, the best family members, they come out, and they, they know what they're getting into. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're camping, and they know that you can't control Mother Nature. But they came in, and as long as they saw my team kicking maximum mass, like they, yeah. my, my team killed it, and as long as they saw my team in problem-solving mode and yeah. everything we could do – that's all it took sometimes you just got to communicate and you know I, mean, I was meeting the people down front greeting them and just saying guys be patient with my team we're going to get you covered and we we did not turn anybody away we did not have anybody up here raising cane we seriously were able and i'm so proud of my team i'll get off of it but, but my team so great and of course i didn't even mention yet the full throttle saloon down there where jackal's going to be playing on thursday, thursday night. night we're doing a bill we're doing a, a you know every year we always do a tribute to uh the military or first yeah. responders or you know some factions thereof or individuals you know Todd Love you can google full throttle saloon Todd Love L O V E and you'll see one of the most amazing nights of my life paying tribute to a wounded warrior that had lost both legs and one of his arms triple amputee one of the only one of the only handful of survivors for a triple amputation yeah. and he uh he went to the same high school i went to his dad oh, uh, wow. his dad and his dad graduated a year behind me and and i didn't really know his dad at good but he, when his dad reached out and invited us to come to walter reed hospital you know jackal rolled the tour bus when we were up in that area. we rolled it straight up in the front doors of walter reed they opened their arms and cared us in and we met those heroes and uh, i get choked up. i gotta stop talking about it, but i get choked up when you think about that experience but they um um, we, we were able to get Todd Love to carry, so Todd Love, full throttle swing. you'll see one of my most precious nights of yeah. my life with uh, bringing that Marine out to the, the, the rally to be with his dad, it was great, but um, this year we're doing a tribute to the United States Border Patrol, right? because it's, it's not a political statement. we're not going to go down that road, everybody's got their opinions about how screwed up Washington DC is on both sides it's not just one side they're right. both screwed up and um, I mean it's why I'm tempted to just to declare a dictatorship and, uh, <laughs> I mean I, I just because I, I, I even if my worst I could do better than those guys but um, anyway so the point is is that uh, we're going to salute the men and women that put that uniform on every day and they do what they're asked to do by our government right and uh, and they they're down there and you see these slanted stories from the left from the right whatever what, what you don't see is what those guys are actually going through what you don't see is is the human element of it i mean we stood there with we, michael and i flew into to the border and we met down in el paso and we met with the border washington dc agency opened it up for us and we met with those men and women and it's just it was humbling and yeah. uh, and they just had a family come across a lady with a two-year-old came across that desert 110 degrees and they told the lady, they were on the other side of the Constantine wire in Mexico. They said, if you go down three miles, you can come in legally. And we can, you know, if you come across through this, you're going to be uh, penalized five years with your process. And uh, and the lady with that two-year-old says, I can't go any further. You know, and then you've got the traffickers. I mean, you, we, we were able to witness firsthand that our border patrol on this side of a mountain like, literally, you could reach over and touch the other side of the mountain in the little valley road, yeah. just big enough for a road to go through. There, the, the cartel is up there with their binoculars, not even hiding. Right. Watching our guys with all of our AI technology. Yeah. And, and, there's a, and, and the cat and mouse game that goes on every day. And there's three sections. There's there's the guys that come in right in the town area that make the runs. There's the guys that get a little further out. And and, and you'll see on the on the tribute video that we're going to play during the show. You know that, that uh, division chief uh, Gabe Acosta, he uh, you know he says you know some 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 areas you have days to to catch these guys. Some yeah. areas you have you know minutes and hours, and, right. and other areas you have seconds. Yeah. You know because of the way the nature of that. We got to go to Go to the Border Patrol Museum. Started in 1924, and it's just some of the the, the things that they had in that uh, in that museum of devices that people were smuggling drugs under the tunnels, wow. or the planes they came it's in. Amazing, and, yeah. Oh, it's, it's such a history! It's so incredible. They, they had a, like a 1960 5960 Willis Jeep, like the one I dropped really? on the yeah, property. Yeah. Right? Mine's a '62, and uh, and it was just a an old, you know, classic uh, Border Patrol Jeep, and I, I just tripped out. And it had the big, beautiful, United official United States Border Patrol oh, yeah. decals on the side of it. Yeah. And I said, I got a house. <laughs> and they literally went and they, they delivered me. And we're going to put it on my Jeep this week. when oh, they get, t- Tomorrow awesome. when they get here. <laughs> you know, we're going to put it on my Jeep. So I'll be strolling around here. I'll be officially part of the United that's States That's nice. But anyway, so we're going to do that. And, uh, of course, Jack, we're giving away the Rolling Sturgis Harley Davidson yep. Motorcycle and uh, the most important thing of all that, that, you, that you just got to take note of is bill michaels is in the black hills <laughs> <laughs> which i have
0: had more people comment to me about that commercial that video you cut and mentioned to me yeah and more people have said That's holy good. crap I, I knew he came on the show but i didn't know he gave a damn about oh, you you no, know man. oh it was so I love cool you being
2: out here i love you so i can't get to hang with you as much as i'd like to because i'm I'm worried about getting these people out of the mud or whatever the case may be, but you know, when you own this place, you own it, and for me, you know, I get to ride around in in the tour bus and do the dates, and and we play, and I, I love the band, and but being out here and being able to hug everybody's neck that, that over the years have supported the band or supported the Full Throttle Saloon and and now they support this lifestyle that we've got going on out here. This is literally a, it turns into a city. It's probably yeah. it, it turns probably turns into one of the largest cities in South Dakota during yeah. the rally right here on the Full Throttle Saloon's Pappy Oil Campground. You know, from here all the way back to the very last row of campers is one mile.
0: It, it's amazing when you come back at night and you come over the hill and then there it is. It opens up. It's like a circus atmosphere and then a city behind it and out and what is normally nothing it's just normally dark and it's it's desolate and it's just land and it's so cool though by the way you got a lot of people saying hi to you over on the stream tell tell jesse to run for president (laughs) look at that they got a good sense of humor navy veterans saying thank you for your work so
2: you know what i do to solve the the, the united states problems i got it's very simple and this handles the abortion issue handles gun control issue any issue I can draw it back. Any issue that these wads in, in D.C. make mountains out of molehills talking about, it, it, there's, I, I can't hardly really think of any issue. You give me an issue, and I'll take it right back to this. Raise your kids. There you go. <laughs> I mean, raise your kids. <laughs> there you I go. mean, if we need anything at all, we got. And, and right now, we got a rampant problem of, of, of uh, in with, even in the rural areas and, uh, and definitely in the cities. You've got major issues of, you know, kids running, you know, un, unparented. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know my kids, you know I got great kids. I, I can put an Uzi machine gun in their hands. I can put a stick of dynamite. I can put them in a vehicle. like whatever. Yeah. I could put them in charge of the, the United States nuclear they're not going to push the button. Right. They're responsible citizens. Right. You know what I mean we do we solved that problem. Be a whole lot better Everything on. else takes yeah. care of itself. I mean, it's just yep. crazy. But see, see, there's my political. That's my, so there, whoever that was, who was that? <laughs> uh,
0: it was, uh, let's see here, that was. Uh, that, that person right there. Yeah, it. there you go, Mark.
2: <laughs> Mark, thank you, Mark. I, I, I'll, I'll be announcing my candidacy tomorrow. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. <laughs> right. Hey, before I let you go, uh, so you got the show coming. What I can't believe is. My
2: mama would whoop me. Did your mama ever whoop you? Yes, she did. I got my ass tore up. You know what my uh, mom that's... was good
0: at is one of those little old Rubbermaid slippers. That thing would come off and whack. And you'd
2: have that little imprint. Perhaps. one better for you. My mother and my grandparents would tell me, go outside and pick your switch. Uh, I remember that. So those we'd days. have to go outside and cut you on switch. And if you came back with some little rinky-dink switch, you yeah. you, if they had to go pick the switch, you was really in trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I completely agree. That was, yeah, if you didn't pick off something that looked like an actual branch, you were in trouble. Yeah, that's
2: exactly right. Hey,
0: before I let you go, so two things. First of all, people don't understand. You're out here. You're killing it. You guys are going through all of your... Uh, all of your, uh, you know, trying to get everybody in. You're, you got the rains. And then you, you had to. You didn't want to, but you had to because you get a little bit of a rest, but you take off. You go to Montana, do a show, and fly back that night. Oh, we
2: had two two days of rain. We were into the third day of rain. I'm just in, in, in damage control mode, problem-solving, 101. i worked all the way up until 11, 11-ish in the, the day. This, I jump in the truck, haul ass, to glasgow montana the guys in the band were already there everything was set up i literally got there got out of the truck i changed it in the truck i got i changed <laughs> out of my mud into my stage clothes got out of the truck did a meet and greet the intro tape started rolling i played the show got back in the truck came back seven hours four thirty in the morning Lay down for an hour and a half. 630, yeah, six thirty. Six. was back. there. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. people, he's not yeah. lying. I, yeah. I mean, you I. You saw I, it.
0: I watch you go through this, and it's it's amazing. Oh, Because I'm I'm like he just played a sh- he, the show just finished. We were watching part of it on on YouTube. Yeah. And it's and now you're back here, which is amazing. The number one question I get, and yeah. you were there last. You've been there the last five years for yeah. the motorcycle ride, and you've seen it grown. Last year we had 1,085 bikes, the largest ride now in the state of Wisconsin. Everybody says. We can't do this without Jesse. As Jesse comes back,
2: <laughs> you know, if my schedule permits, I'll be there. I, I, right now, I'm just, I, I, I still got to look at that date. Yep. I got a booking agent that likes to make money. And uh, if he's got his commission online, he'll keep us out okay. there working. But but let me just, let me just, so you go stay on top of him. I'd, I'd love to be there. Yeah. And, um, and you know what? I, I think Labor Day. Is going to be popping in Milwaukee, you know. Even though yeah. they just have 120th, it's going to be. It's going to be Labor Day's always going to be Labor Day yeah. in Milwaukee. It's great, and uh, we, I love, I'm so proud of what you do with those guys. I mean, how many years again? Sixteen. Sixteen years, and it just gets bigger and better. And and you got the same problem I do. You just got great people around you. These, yes. are these people that come out there and support you—they just, you know, yeah. I mean, what a what a high-class problem, now, right? Yep. Just uh, great people. It's really and uh, wake up. And, the, and and I have so many people that, that say they rode in the ride, and they were, you know, they, that we were there together and stuff. So, uh, I, I commend you. And it's uh, not easy. I mean, it looks so easy to have everybody show up, have 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 a drink or so, and then hit the road, and have fun, and, yeah. and 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 raise money for charity. It looks like it just happens. Right. It just happens. No. It just right. Yeah. It just happens. But but you you, know, you guys have you know you got to know I know you do you know the the work and the planning and the preparation for safety and for yep. you know the facility to you know, to start just everything that it takes to to manifest. That, that, to manifest look at that, that a beautiful sound to, to, to manifest that success and I, I you know do a great job i know i know what it takes so a great job well
0: you were you were instrumental because the last few years it's grown but uh we got the call last year when it got so big bill davidson mentioned it and, yeah. and came to me and said hey we we'd like to host it so we go to the museum that's yeah. where we start now and he said you know hey uh you know we we know what you know you've done and what uh, you know some other people in milwaukee have done our buddy dave hawk has done and so they were the ones that said, let's do it. And so now we can grow it even more. So it's it's in large part to you, man. We appreciate well, it. Well, thank you.
2: We got our ride tomorrow, the Papua uh, Charity yep. Motorcycle Ride. We leave out here at the, at the property at like uh, 10 a.m. Uh, we could be here about 8 or 9. We got Danny the Count. Yeah. He's going to be riding with us. And uh, he's, I don't know if he's getting into town today or in the morning. Well, i I got to look for him. I had a Travis Tritt here late yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, Travis and I, we had a few drinks. and He was good to get. You know, he's a Georgia, but we grew up together. Yeah. And uh, playing the bars and everything. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I used to go over and watch Travis at uh, Mr. J's on Atlanta Road. And, uh, and his his bar that he was playing at closed at 2. So I'd get up and sit in and sing with him. And then he would come over and meet me. He'd come over to the place that I was playing called Charlie Magruder's because we were up until 4. Oh, okay. And, and he'd get up and sit in with us. Oh, that's cool. And we didn't see each other for a while. Uh, his record broke off into the country thing. Jackals broke off into the rock thing. And I didn't see him for a couple of years. And about two years, and uh, and then I hear somebody go Jesse, and we I was at the Grammys in uh, in uh, New York at Radio, Radio City Music Hall, yeah. and I'm wearing a, a black jacket with long fringe on the arms, and I turn around and there's Travis yelling at me wearing a white jacket with long fringe <laughs> on the arms. <laughs> and uh, and we said, well, been a, been a minute since we've seen each you other. You either you
0: either looked really good, or you looked like a human car wash. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but there the fact go.
2: that uh, the last time we'd seen each other, we were you know wondering who was going to try cool. to borrow five dollars from who. That's right. You know, and uh, two nick didn't have two nickels to rub together. But uh, he was here yesterday. It was great to see him hug his neck. He just recorded a soundtrack song in my studio about maybe what eight nine months ago or so.
0: Really awesome stuff uh we're looking forward to the show on thursday night the ride tomorrow and it's always great to talk to you man and thanks so much for what you do
2: and hey, i'll give you one other heads up nobody knows this yet. i got a brand new single that i'm about to drop a solo single that me and brian johnson from acdc wrote is that before right before you get off the property i'll play it for you I, we love nobody's to heard it. it yet we love I to just got it, it mastered Ted Jensen mastered it. He did Back in Black. He did uh, the Eagles Hotel California. The guy's He mastered Jackal's first album. He mastered my record. It sounds so big. That's awesome. But, yeah, so uh, you got him in. Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks so much, buddy. People keep it right here on Bill Michaels. He got it going on. There you
0: go. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: Oh, I get a good feeling.
0: on, heading towards the top of the first hour. Live out here, Papi Oil Campground, Full Throttle Saloon, and uh, just enjoying the day. Uh, Grant, is that your first uh, ever listen and experience to want jesse james dupree from the band jackal
1: yeah i don't know rock music very well i didn't know much about him but i texted you right when we took a break i'm like that guy rules i love when guests come on and they're super bought in and they're super excited i don't even necessarily have to know who they are or what they're about i love that guy
0: he uh he's as genuine as genuine gets and uh and i i and i kid you not he gets on stage there's twenty thousand. People going crazy. Uh, we'll be here on Thursday night, and he's going to let me go on the stage just before uh, Jackal takes the stage and uh, talk about the motorcycle ride. But he goes on stage, 20 grand, screaming and yelling, going crazy, entertains. Then he's not kidding. Then later on that that morning, that next morning, he is in his old 1962 Jeep. He's driving a property. He's knee deep in mud. He's running a skid loader. He's trying to help uh, you know bikers pick their bikes up that had fallen over in the mud. He's and literally he is cleaning out a bathroom up by the uh, up by the uh, the the pool area just because it needed to be cleaned up. And then when he leaves the the area that we're in, he's picking up cords. He's like, hey, I don't want anybody to trip on this. I want to make sure this is good and that's good. And it's just it's it's amazing. And uh, it just like I said, as genuine as genuine gets. So, and he's just walking past in big clunky mud boots and on the phone and trying to get to some other problems here with some of the campers. Uh, you know, taken care of. It's just that's the way he is. He's just one of those uh, salt-of-the-earth people. So uh, good to have Jesse on. We got uh, three more hours of this program. We have got uh, Chuck Freeman's going to be joining us about an hour and a half from now in the Locked on Brewers podcast. One talks talk some Brewers baseball because Brewers got a big win last night. What Willie Adamas is told, hey, y- y- it's time to relax. It's time to sit for a little bit. Uh, you're struggling mightily. Willie Adamas, I liked what I heard out of Willie Adamas, though and some of the things that we want to talk about. Freddie Peralta was dealing last night, and if you can get Corbin Burns up to what it is, we all know he can be. You get Woody back and Miley can be a a cog. Is Freddie Peralta the new ace? Not that you have to label somebody the ace of the staff, but if you've got one game that you need to throw, you know, uh, whether it's Burns or whomever, is it freddie who's been looking more and more sharp and and he's gotten rid of those those stifling innings that he'll throw really really well and then give you that one inning where you just go what the hell and everything just seems to implode and then it cuts his stints short the last few outings he hasn't run into that he's been really really solid man so uh it's uh it's, it, well, freddie peralta is is really beginning to anchor this thing So, we got a lot of good stuff going on Brewers wise. Christian Yellich continues to hit the hell out of the baseball. Sal Freelich is uh, a manimal, no doubt about it. And uh, things are good in that realm. So, uh, we'll talk some Brewers baseball today. We got more Packers to hear from. Got a lot, and uh, we got the guys from Mama Tried that are supposed to be here in the last hour of the show, and we'll explain what that is. Stay tuned. The rumble of thunder is the Harley Davidson's and such down below. We got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this.